0: i going to tell you, it's always a little something different when you're, when you're trying to do something um, a little different, but I'm going to tell you what, i got to give you a little background on what's happening here, um, like Tanya was saying, where we meet at, we meet over in Bercocin, we've been meeting, we've been doing ministry for about 14 years, and if you want to know more about our ministry, you can take a look at our website at keepthepromise.org, but um, when they have the seafood festival, it kind of encompasses us, our little our, our little uh, church house there, we rent out the women's club over there, and so, we go, what are we going to do? Because we're not going to take a day off from church. Amen? amen. not going to take a day off from church. And so we start thinking and praying and looking and talking. And, and Tanya went down and she and says, you need to call Pastor Chris. And we were not looking to come and do the service. We just wanted to be a part of it. Right? But guys on the, on the scene, right? So I get up with Chris. And Chris calls me back. Pastor Chris calls me back. And I said, Chris, hey, look, on this date, uh, we don't have anywhere to go. We just want to come and, and, and fellowship with you guys. Just want to let you know that our church is going to come over and hang out with you guys. I'll do you one better now. I've been on the phone trying to get somebody to cover for me to pastor. I was like, wow, that's a God thing. You know, I'm thinking, well, this is where we're supposed to be then, right? And so um, I said, isn't that something? I said, man, that's, what a great privilege. Because it is a privilege. And I tell you what, this message is really birthed out of what I've seen in this church body and our church body. And it's called the Fingerprints of God, amen? And we're going to jump right on into that. But I want to just give you a little back uh, behind the scenes. and say, man, where do they come from? You know what I think we're going to see today, we already see some of the fingerprints of God already. Because we see it in our church family. See, and this was the whole message <laughs> that, you know what, that we can see the body of Christ, the body of believers come together. Not this pocket, not that pocket, not this pocket, but the body of Christ. Amen? So that's what I hope you see today through the message. And I thought, you know, for us to really see the fingerprints of God, what we need to do is kind of get a good uh, picture of God word pointing out to a few things here. Like the fingerprints of God, we need to see His heart. We need to see His character and His desire. And so as we see that, that's some of the things I've already seen in many of you guys here. Not only Keep the Promise, but right here at Reservoir. And I think that's amazing. I know several years ago when we were going through a few things, when my dad passed away, we didn't have a church building. So guess what? You guys stepped up and said, you know what? If you guys need to come back after the service, come here. Stepped up. I know a lot of times we've been doing music and stuff like that. We didn't have a place to play. They said, hey, you can do it here. See, that's the, people say, How did you hear about this place? I said, God's moving in this place, amen. amen. So, we, you know, we are so thankful to be a small part of what God's doing. So, today, now, wherever you guys are sitting, I'm pretty sure you've got one of these handouts, right? Now, the way we do, we usually do like a preaching and a teaching. We do a little bit of preaching, a little bit of teaching. And everybody learns different, you know. Sometimes we do some skits and stuff, or sometimes we just jump in and cut right to the word. But regardless, we always encourage you to bring your Bibles with you, right? So, if you got your Bibles with you, say amen. If you don't, don't panic, because we got most of it up here, okay? Yeah? Amen. Amen. There we go. So what I want to do today is make sure i got my clicker and see what God's got for us. So if we look at this, I want to encourage us with this message. I pray that we're encouraged. I pray that we're challenged with this message. Got quiet there, right? Be challenged with the message so God can mold us into people that he wants us to be. All right? Oh, man, I like this already. Who's talking? Come on, bring it Oh Yes, praise God, sister. I tell you what, you just, people don't realize how, how that gets you going. I appreciate you. Hey, amen. I wish you sitting up here <laughs> in the club. Thank you so much. But you know what? This is a great place because you know what here? It's freedom here, right? It's a place where you can come and praise the Lord, and you can speak out, and you can go ahead and get in line with God's word. And I appreciate that so much. Man, everybody needs a cheerleader. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's keep on going. Let's see what God's got for us today. Everybody doing good? Say amen. All right, let's take a look at this. Now, our scripture for the day is John 17, 21. And it probably in the title of your Bible. It's going to say, Jesus prays for his disciples. So I'm going to read that, and then we'll kind of break it out. And you know I'm a highlighter guy, so you guys are going to pull out some of these points, all right? It says, my prayer for all, and everybody knows when I preach I love, when they say, that's why I put a cap on that. I didn't tell I'm telling you. When the Bible says all, I get excited. All the blessings, all the things. So now, look at this. It says, my prayer for all of them, and this is Jesus praying to the Father, and he's praying on, on our behalf. Take a look at this. Of them is that they will be one. Just as you and I are one, Father. That just as you are in me and I am in you, so they will be in us. And I love this part now. And the world will believe you sent me. See, we're supposed to be a mirror of Christ. We're supposed to believe in that fragrance of God wherever we go. We're supposed to have fingerprints on things that we touch for the, in the name of Jesus. Amen. How are we doing with that? All right, we're going to keep working on it. Take a look at this. Now, I want you to look at this. This would be encouraging. This verse is really, really encouraging if you take a look at it. Because Jesus is not only praying for his disciples that were there, all disciples. Remember I said I like all? Yeah. How does it feel to know before you were even thought about by mom and dad that Jesus knew about you? And he says, I'm praying for them now. Anybody that will put their faith and trust in me, I'm praying for them now. See, we're in it to win it, man, with the Lord. And he is there for us, right? So, as we look at that, it sounds to me like God just might have a plan for your life, amen? Anybody know if you've got a plan for your life? Sometimes we have to start over in that plan, don't we? Aren't you glad that God is a forgiving God? Aren't you glad that he, he lets you do overs sometimes? Aren't you glad we got a God that's so good that he doesn't even give you leftover mercy. He gives you new grace and mercy for the day, amen? That's what I'm talking about. So, as we go into through here, and you guys some man, that guy gets excited. Man, I know what I've been saved from, and I know what I've been called to. And you know what? He did the same for you. He rescued us from hell. Amen. He paid the full price. It is all about Him. It's not about our works. It's not about our deeds. It's about Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why I get excited. So I'm going to keep on rolling. So we start looking at this. And Jesus really starts showing the heart of the Father, the fingerprints of, of who He really is right here. Because right in the very beginning, He's praying for us. He's setting the stage for us. His desire for us to come into a personal relationship with Jesus. Amen. Now if you got this thing right here, that you got here, we're going to start filling it up. Man, you guys didn't know you are going to have the homework while you're here, did you? We're going to engage you a little bit. So that's good. Don't just sit it down there, and we're going to let you guys get with it, all right? So what he's doing, he's showing the, the desire for us to be in a personal <clears throat> relationship with him. To know him, and he desires the oneness that is made available. How? Only through his sacrifice. Aren't you glad <laughs> when you said it's finished? We don't add to it. We can't add to it. Can't give enough. Can't get pretty enough. Amen. Everybody always say amen when I say that. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. I got a mirror, but that's all right. But the mirror I want to do, the things that I want to reflect, I want to be the mirror of Christ. Amen. Amen. I want to be the mirror of Christ. I want to leave those fingerprints on lives at work, at home, at food line, wherever it is, because God will be moving in here, right? I had a buddy of mine last week. He said, man, he said, I'm so glad I didn't miss church this week. I said, me, me too. He said, what? Well, why this week? He said, because me and my wife are going to Walmart. And you need to go to church before you go to Walmart on a Sunday. <laughs> I said, <laughs> said that's something? Well, you know what? We don't need to be missing out on anything that God's got to really. do. Well, as we continue to go here, God desires that oneness that's made only through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you what I call a word anchor. You said, buddy, what are you talking about? I always tie it into scripture. So you say, boom, I'm pointing to Jesus, right? John 14, 6, if you guys don't know it, you can write it down. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Aren't you glad there's only one way? I know I'm glad there's one way because if there's another way, I might mess up. But you know what? When I call on Jesus, he's made the difference, amen? He's already prayed for you, right? It's all about him. So as we look at this, I want you to see how he's already set the course, how he's paid the price, and he's our redeemer, amen? So it's about that oneness. And so when we get ready, I want you guys to say amen. When we click this, we're going to jump in with both feet, all right? Here we go. I'm clicking and I'm clicking and I'm hitting and I'm praying. We're going to talk about oneness a little bit. It all starts with Jesus. It all starts with Jesus. Everything starts with Jesus. I always say, if, if He's not in it, we can't win. I used to teach guitar a little bit, and uh, every time I'd sit down, I said, Well, that's just an extension of the ministry. See, whatever we do needs to be an extension of what God's working in our life. I said, Well, you know what? I tell the kids, and even I had uh, adults too, I always say, if God's not in it, we can't win it, we're going to pray. And let me tell you, the relationships that I built in those couple of years of teaching were amazing. Because when some of those young folks went off to college, they would call Mr. Bud sometime and just say, Hey, Mr. Buddy, uh, can you pray about that? Hey, Mr. Buddy, what do you think about that? Those relationships are huge. And I tell you what, never discount time that you spend with somebody speaking life into their life. Amen? So that's what I want you to see. But well, let's take a look at this. Christ cultivates our hearts to become like his heart. And you know a lot of times people say, well the Bible says uh, God wants to give me the desires of my heart. They kind of miss twist that a little bit, you know. But what happens is, when we're spending time with God, what happens? We're not changing his mind. He's, he's cultivating our heart. It's about a heart condition. And we start seeing things through his lens, amen. You ever notice how you get a little bit more patience when you, when you spend a time with God? Because we need it. Right? I know I do. But God is working and cultivating our hearts as we spend time with Him. The love of the Lord starts to penetrate our hearts through the Holy Spirit drawing us to Him. And I want you to get this. Because it's transforming us from the inside out. Amen? It's transforming us from the inside out. It's about that heart condition. It's always about the heart condition. Alright. Am I clicking this or are you doing it, Ashley? Am I doing it? Good. Man, All right. Jesus always points to the Father. Isn't that something? He, what he, do he say in the word? He said, I only do what I see my father doing. I only say what he says. Man, we'd say it a lot of trouble if we did that same thing, wouldn't we? We really would. If I just said what I see Jesus saying. Let's break it down in bite sizes. How about if we just say what Jesus says about us, right? He says, you're a masterpiece. No weapons formed against you are going to prosper. He says, you have victory in him. So this is the uplifting message I hope today for you, all right? So it's about that relationship. Now, it's funny how God has made us that it's about relationships. And, and it's kind of neat. As I, I spent some time looking at this the other day, it just snapped. I was watching TV, and, and the world is kind of caught on that it's about relationships. They spin it, but you watch and see it's not about relationships. The next time you see a, a commercial about somebody drinking a certain product, all the pretty girls, all the muscle-bound people jump out when this guy breaks out this particular type of drink. You ever see that? So they're not selling the drink, they're selling relationships. They're selling relationships. Oh, you want to be like them, right? Think about that. Mom baking the cookies, right? The kids coming, in, oh, you're wonderful, right? Does that happen all the time? Most of the time, sir, is that all you made? They want more. What I'm saying is, it's about relationships, but the world twists relationships to what they can get. But I'm telling you about what you already have in a relationship with Jesus Christ, amen. You have forgiveness, you have redemption. You have strength, and you have authority in Him. Amen? So don't let the world twist those things and those relationships. Spend time in God's Word and let it define and refine you. Amen? Good. So everything grows from this foundation. Everything is set on that of Jesus Christ. It starts with that personal personal relationship with Him. So many times I thought, man, you know, what about... uh, you know, this relationship, and I don't understand that relationship. And a lot of times it's because of what I'm bringing into the relationship, isn't it? But you know what? If I spend time with God and let Him work on that heart first, I start viewing things through His lens. I start viewing things through the lens of His Word. See, a lot of times we want to know, well, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? What does He think about it? What are we saying? What does God say about it? And then we start doing that, and then we align our life with God's Word, amen? And that's where we see His fingerprints in our life, amen? Now I'm going to get where we're going here. We go back to the scripture. Now on your handout, it even, says, it even has it on there, uh, the verse as well, 1721 from John. And the last part of that, I, I just threw the question. Well, why? Why is this so important? Take a look at this. So they will be in us, relationship, and the world will believe you sent me. We're to be witnesses for Christ, amen? No matter what we do, where we're at, or whatever. We need to be living for Christ. Amen. Everybody doing good? Say amen. Now, I want you to know, it's all going to come together. If you got your little sheet, I want you to write oneness right in the center of that cross, all right? Oneness. Well, guess what? The next thing I want to talk about, and this is a progression as God showed this to me, it's about unity. See, when we have the oneness with God and then we look at the body of Christ, we should see unity. Amen. Well, what does that do for us? From oneness comes unity. And I want you guys to take a look at this. I'd like to take a look at it. There we go. There we go. It says, one faith, and I, I want to read that for you guys here. It says, believers are united in one faith, which is founded on several ba- basic truths. Jesus is God in the flesh, born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life, died in our place, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Reconciliation with God is possible only through faith in His saving work of Christ. We can do nothing to earn our salvation. Now we talked about that a little bit. Now, when you look at the word unity, it means agreement on one accord. And I thought this is the perfect message for today because we got KTP, Keep the Promise here, we got Visible here, we got some folks listening from over here and everything. But you know what? When you get to heaven, it's not going to be like a Keep the Promise section. It's not going to be a Catholic session. You know, it's going to be a God thing. So we might as well get used to it now, right? And I think that's wonderful because, you know what? When we agree on these points right here, guess what? It's one faith. It's one body. And that's why I see when we come along, we want to pick and choose. You can't pick and choose out of God's word. You take it and you apply it to your life. Amen? So look at this. I want to give you another word anchor. When we're talking about Jesus, God in flesh, Colossians 2.9. This should encourage you, all right? It says, for in him, Jesus, all the fullness of the deity dwells in a bodily form. It's all about Jesus. You said, man, you've been saying that all night. I'll be saying it until they take me to park line. It's all about Jesus, right? And that's what I want us to know because a lot of times we make it about us. We try to make it about us. What we got, what we're doing, where we've been. I'm so busy and all these things. But I'm going to tell you what. Set that aside today and let's work on the unity of Christ. Amen? So as we look at this, the whole basis of the belief, this unifies us, brings us together. And it promotes what? It promotes harmony. That's our next one we want to go to. It produces a relationship that flows, right? It's good when that relationship is flowing. How many people are dating, hanging out? Yeah, it's good when it flows. When you get married, you really appreciate the flow, right? Because you can't go home. you got to stay together, right? That's that one that's unity, right? But I'm going to tell you this. If God's in the center of it, you, you know what? No matter what's going on, if God's in the center of it, we keep going to God. He'll keep pulling us together, amen? He'll strengthen us. But I said, you know what? I was thinking about this. I said, well, let's talk about Harmony. Now, I'm not a big singer and don't know a whole lot about uh, all the different scales and stuff, but I do know this. You need to be in tune with one another, right? Yes. All right, so, so if I'm playing this, let's pick one of these. How about a black and black and black and black and white and black and Let's do this. All right. All right, that sounds good right there. But guess what if I play this? Doesn't sound just right, right? So you don't have that harmony there. You don't have the, the togetherness there. I'm going to tell you, when I was a rock and roller, I thought I had it all down to me. You just play loud and slide the pick and go, yeah! Right? You still gotta be in tune. You still gotta be in tune. So one night, me and my buddy were playing on this side and we used one guitar tuner, one of these little things, kind of like like this, right? And you hit it and it tells you how to line up the guitar and you're all up in perfect tune because you can't hear nothing. Everybody yelling and screaming out in the club, right? I'm saying this a long time ago. But you can learn a lot. You gotta bring it through. But the guys over here, they were using this tuner. Guess what? One, two, three. I mean, we're doing this. The hair's going back and forth and everything else. You know what I'm talking about. That's it. And we're getting with it. And, man, we're getting with it. And I'm going, man, we are sounding good. And I get over here and I'm going, oh, my gosh. We're never going to get paid at this job. This is terrible, you know. So I get over here and I go, what happened? There wasn't any harmony. What are are they doing? Did we do that? We don't do that. What are you all doing? And they're going, what are you doing? So two of us are in tune to this thing and two of them are in tune to that thing. How many know that by Christ needs to be tuned to this thing? God's word, amen? Yes. Amen. Well, guess what? There's more of a message in there. Because when I went back, I checked the tuning. I took my tuner and I checked it. And Mickey checked his. And we said, we're right. But guess what? Our battery on our tuner needed a little charging, amen? <laughs> it did. So everything is supposed to be right up and down on that when you go ding, ding. It was like this when we put it to bears. You say, well, what in the world does that have to do with that? It has to do with everything. Because you know what? You've got to make sure that you go going to the world. All right? And also, I'm glad that you guys are here because you need to get charged up. See, sometimes people read this and say, hey, I'm in tune. And they shut it and they forget about it. And they get over here and then they've been gone for a while and they come back and they go, wow, well, what's going on? Why is everybody after me? What's going on? we got this big division thing. What happens is you haven't been charging your battery, amen? That's the takeaway. So I'm going to tell you, charge your battery in the name of Jesus. Y'all doing all right with that? Good deal. Yeah. I'm going to buy a brand new battery. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> See, I'll tell them where our, where, where our church is. Our church is from like here to you. So if it doesn't work, I go. I just got to go all the way back to where Ashley is. But we're making it work, man. It's going good. All right, is as it produces the love of Christ and complements each other in our kingdom task. Now, see, I want to talk about that a little bit. See, we need to be in tune and we need to be listening to what God has for us because you know what? We need to come along and support, right? That's what's so beautiful about today. It's not about a building. It's about a body. It's about us coming together and being able to say, it's Christ-centered and we're going to stand together and we're going to preach the word of Jesus, right? We're going to praise our Lord whether we're in a parking lot, whether we're in a building or whatever. But we have a privilege today to take what God's showing us as the body and take it outside these walls to make a difference, amen? Now, last week I talked a little bit about uh, everyday Jesus. How are we living for Christ every day? You know, sometimes there's a Sunday, and then there's a some days, and then there's that one day we're going to stand before the Lord, right? But you know what? I want you all to hear this now. How does your week, right? How does your Monday through Saturday mirror your Sunday? It usually gets real quiet right there. It shouldn't change, should it? Right? But you know what? Sometimes, before you get to Walmart, things start creeping in. But you know what? I pray that we charge our battery here. And I pray that we charge our battery every day. Read that word. Spend some time in prayer with the Lord. Charge up on the things of God. Amen? He wants to lead God and direct us. Well, I'm going to give you another word, anchor here, as I say. I think. Kelly, when I do this, can you just push it? Because I really look funny up here doing this. <laughs> so yeah, man, he's got it now. All right, let's take a look at this. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's see. First Corinthians 12, 20 through 25. I'm going to read that to you guys here because I can see it better. As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot see. Say to the hand, I'm sorry I don't have my glass on, but I'm going to make it work now. I don't need you and the head cannot say to the feet i don't need you on the, contra- on the contrary those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable and the parts that we think are less honorable we treat them with special honor there we go that's it and the parts that are un- unpresentable are treated with special modesty while our presentable parts need no special treatment but god has put the body together this is where i want to get to giving greater honor to the parts that lack it so that there should be no division in the body. But that, there, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. That's really what I wanted to get to. That you know what? As we look at this, we need to see that what has God done? He's put the body together. Pastor Cotton Chris is not building a church. I'm not building a church. God's building the church. Amen. We need to be faithful. But I want you to hear what I'm saying. He might use your prayer to do it. He might use your invite to do it. He might use your ear to do it. He might use your giving to do it. So you got a part, we all got a part. But ultimately it's God working it all out. He's the one that builds the church. He's the one that says, you know what, maybe you need to encourage that person over there. Maybe you need to take a little time in the parking lot and speak to somebody and share that with them. And I love this right here. When we get back down to the bottom, this is what we're talking about. But that on 25, last part 25 here, it says, so that there should be no division. That's what I want to preach about today. No division. No division. It doesn't matter where, what church, and this thing here, if we're lined up on the foundational things that I put out, right? That Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, the life, amen? And all those things we spoke of earlier. But you know what? That there's harmony. And let me tell you, if you got harmony in your home, if you got harmony in your church, family, and everything else, come on, let me tell you what, what it produces. Anybody know? It produces peace. Asher, thank you, man. There we go. Peace. Well, what does peace do? It gives us freedom. Freedom to serve, Right? Freedom to grow. I'm going to just do them all. Click it. There we go. That's good. In a, in a calm spirit in a safe place. Isn't it good to know that you can come to a safe place to worship? Isn't it good to know that you guys probably got some small groups on Tuesday night. We got a small group that we can come together and spend some time. And it's a safe place to share what God's doing. Amen. It's a safe place. I want you guys to see this right here. I'm going to give you another word out here. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will, <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. You're driving. I'm out. I'm sorry. There we go. Isaiah 23. It says, you will keep in perfect peace. What does it say again? All. You know, I like that. Who trust in you. All whose thoughts are fixed on you. See, a lot of times our, our thoughts are fixed on me. Right? On us. On I. Instead of him. I told him this morning. I said, it's a great privilege to come here. It's not about us and them. It's about us and him. Amen? It's about us and Him. It's about that relationship with Christ. So today, as you look at this, I want you to see what God has done for you and done for me. It's about His perspective, right? And we get to see greater things when we look through the lens of His Word and we're spending time with God because He cultivates our heart and He raises our our eyes up a little higher so we see things from His perspective. Amen? You know, when we talk about the Word of God, I, I did this one time and just made me think about this. You know, a lot of people like to exercise one person like that sir Okay, yeah. But you know, what's that little thing you put on your side, that little meter? Counts the steps, you know? I saw it on QBC today. Yeah, it's a, today's special value, by the way. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, we got a lot of QBC going. So you're watching that thing and, oh, I've got six hundred eighteen steps, right? It tells you what's going on. Now, just think, even in your car, right? It tells you how many miles you go. On your motorcycle, it tells you how many miles you go. All those things, right? Now, what would happen... If I put this baby right here and said, Hey, this is a meter, tell me how much you've been reading your Bible. Man, what would it say? Would it say, Oh, man, this guy, or this guy was read so much over the last year, or whatever. It's not about how much, it's the quality of time. But I want to encourage you to dig in the Word of God every day. Amen. Let it transform you. You say, How's it going to transform you? He says, You know what? In Romans 12, too, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We need to be listening to the word so that we align our life with God's word. We make those course course corrections. And that's what I love about Christ. We can make those course corrections because why? He's already paid the price. And you know what? We're talking about peace. We have peace and freedom to serve. How is God using you to serve in your body? You know, in the church body. How is he using you at work? How is he using you at school? And that's what I pray, again, going back to the top fingerprints of God. How are the fingerprints of God working in your life? Are you touching others, and when they leave, they say, wow, that's a man of God. Wow, that's the young lady that follows the Lord. And that's what I pray that you take away from here today. That through these things, through the oneness, right, through the unity of the body, right, through the harmony that's produced through the Holy Spirit, we have peace. But I want to get to this too, guys. It's about the power of God working in you and through you. Amen? It's about the power of God working in you and through you. says so, God has given the believer authority and victory in both the natural and supernatural realms. And I'm going to back that up with with the the verse here. See, so many times we say, I can't. I can't. But when we let God in the situation, it's I can't. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Amen? Let's take a look at this. Ephesians 1, 19 through 23. And this is Paul talking. He says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe. Is that us? Is that the church body? Those who believe, amen. Let's put their faith and trust in Him. He said, this same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms, now He is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. That's a good place to say amen, right? Not only in this world, but in the world to come. And I want to keep going with that, all right? God has put all things Under the authority of Christ. And has made him head over all things. I want you to catch this. Y'all read this underlined part with me. For the benefit of the church. Woo! Do y'all feel stronger now? Y'all come out there like this, man. With your Bibles when you leave here. Because that's what he's done for us. This is to lift you up. To encourage you. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ. Who fills all things everywhere with himself. See, a lot of times we walk through life. And things come our way. And we feel defeated. And I understand we feel that way. But let's go with the word of God when it says who we are. And so what we need to do is have that accountability. That's what we plug in. We read the word of God and we spend time with God and let God define our situation. Amen. So many times we go through life and it's just like, oh man. Could, let's go to the word. When we pray, I say, what promise are you standing on? Are we looking at the promises of God? Or are we speaking the promises of God? So for that, we are the body. That's the whole deal. That's what God did for us. So through this, the church should be leaving the fingerprints of God everywhere we go, amen? amen. Individually, corporately, a piece of the body in and a piece of the body in York County, in Hampton, wherever. When we come together, it should look a whole lot like Jesus, amen? Because you know what? He set the pace. He told us. We already had been prayed for right before we even got here. That's a good sign, isn't it? The Lord says, hey, you know what? I'm praying so that they'll be in us. And so that the world will know that you sent me." Does the Lord, do people work with know that God's sending you to share the good news? Anybody? You say, well, man, buddy, I'm not a preacher. I don't play guitar. And I, do. I said, good. Good. That's okay. But you know what? Whatever you do is special. We had a friend of ours come last week, uh, about two weeks ago, and he's a truck driver. And every time he stops somewhere, he's telling people about Jesus. And not only that, you would think that the man with his life, the things that happened before in his life, you'd think, man, he'd have a down frown and everything else. He had an opportunity to play for the Redskins. Got to the last cut and he said, we don't need you. Now, a lot of people would turn around and go, man, I didn't make it. I'm no good for this, no good for that. He said, well, that's all right. God opened another door for him. And he's still talking about Jesus. And he's still speaking life into people's life. See, that's what I love. When you see things that don't always go your way or my way, God says, you know what? You trust me and it will go my way. And that's the best way, amen? That's the best way. We, good. we It's not always on our time frame. I mean, it's not on our time frame. I, I have no idea. Sometimes I'm thinking, man, I never knew that, that it was going to take this long to get here. And guess what? Then you step over and you go, wow, I never knew that we could get there from here. God is not bound by time is what I'm saying. He's not bound by time. But you know what? He'll take the time that you invest in him and he'll invest back in you. And that's a good thing. And he pays eternal dividends, doesn't he? Amen. He pays eternal dividends. So you know what? This week I want to ask you, how will your life impact the kingdom? Hmm? How will you take what you heard here today? And I just pray something that was said here today. Maybe through a song, maybe through, through the word. Something says, you know what? I'm going to step up to the plate. I'm going to leave the fingerprint Prince of God somewhere. That's what I pray for today. I wrote this last week in my journal. And I put it out on a, on a little bleep on my Facebook. And I'm going to share it with you. I said, it's always better to pull together than go it alone. And I said, I'm grateful to have so many amazing friends that pull together to further the kingdom. So today, when you see somebody struggling, reach out your hand and let them feel the love of God. Let's leave the fingerprints of Christ everywhere we go. See, that's where the message started. It started right there when I'm praying and God said, I mean, before I'm even out of bed, I go, Lord, what is the message for this week? What is it going to be? You know, and he says, you know what? I want you to leave your finger, my fingerprints wherever you go on people's lives. I want you to see with this opportunity that I'm giving you and others that, you know what? It's one body. I want you to see that there's unity and there's harmony when you start with that oneness of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And it produces peace and it produces power. Amen. So today I want you guys to be encouraged. And I want you to take a look at this right here. This is where you slide. This is from your slide. The slide should match what you have there. Can we just go through them, pretty please, Ashley? One is that all starts with Jesus Christ. Amen. It produces unity. It produces harmony, and it produces the peace and also the power. Because of this right here, the last one when she gets it. It's the fingerprints of God, amen? It's the fingerprints of God working through your life. The oneness, I want to break that down. I said it's the most important thing, our personal relationship with Christ. If you're here today and you don't hear anything else, understand the oneness is the most important thing. A personal relationship with Christ. If you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? You say, well, I don't know. I'm a pretty nice guy. Nice guys, that doesn't have to do with it. It's the ones who put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's only one way. And I'm so thankful for that. So, if you're here today and you say, you know what, buddy, I, I, I'm not sure, but well, I'm going to tell you from the Word of God how you can be sure. All right? The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God rose from the dead, you will be saved. You say, saved from, from what? Sin, the wages of sin of death. And sin, all of us are same, right? All of us sin and fall short of the glory of God. I'm going to break this down. And when, when we come, we, we're sinners, right? But this is what God has done. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't say you cleaned up. He didn't say you gave this or did it. He says, right where you are. I loved you so much that I sent my Son to pay that price. It was a price that He didn't know, and it's a price that we couldn't pay. But thank God that He did. And when we put our faith and trust in Him, call upon His name. Said, Lord, I know that there's sin in my life. Help me forgive me, Lord. Today I confess You as Lord. He says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. See, that's what it's all about. That's that oneness. That's where it starts. And when I say start, I want to even slow it down a little bit here. Salvation is the work of God. It is the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's it. You can't lose it. You can't separate it. Anything else. I'm going to tell you, I'll give you scripture after scripture if you want to talk about that. We are secure in Christ. But we can grow and mature in who we are in Christ. Amen? But he did all the work. And that's what I'm so grateful for. When I think about when I get up in the morning, I go, man, Lord, I blew it yesterday. He said, turn from it and turn back to me. I said, okay, Lord. Help me, because I can't do it on my own. You may be sitting there and say, man, you just don't know my past. Don't need to. God knew knew it, and God paid the price for it to give you a fresh start today. A fresh start today. See, that's what I want people to hear. Everybody thinks it's about what you can't do. It's about what he's already done. Amen? So that's what it's about. It's about grabbing hold of that promise, man. And people say, man, you get excited. Man, let me tell you, I am excited. I am excited because I know what God did for me. And I know what God wants to do for you. And it's not over yet. But it started with that one. It started in 1995 on the street corner when I said, God, come into my life. Man, that's the difference. That's the difference. But you know what? You don't have to be out there. You can be right here. You can be at home. You can be wherever. And I know there's testimonies all over. There's fingerprints of God all over the place right here as I look at you guys. But you know what? Maybe share that with somebody. Because they might be struggling today. They might be having a hard time today. But you know what? You turn around and you say, let me tell you. I don't know all the, 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 the dirty laundry, or this and that. I don't need to know it. But I know a God that can wrench you from that, cleanse you from that, and set you back in. Amen? That's, a, that's the God we serve. That's the God that I'm telling you about. That's the God that I'm grateful to every day and every breath. You know, when we look at the, the unity, I wanted to talk about that. We need to seek to build up instead of tear down. We're so quick to tear down. Let's build up one another. Harmony, let's work together with God and use the gifts that God's given us. You ever look at a motorcycle tire? It's got all these spokes in it. It's got, a, and it's got the big hub in the middle. To me, you know what I see? I see Jesus. And I see the church. I call the spokes in the wheel for Jesus. If we would focus on that centerpiece, right? And then as body of Christ, he's one of those spokes pulled together so that wheel will keep turning. So we can keep getting the word out. So we can keep furthering the kingdom, man. You know, that, to me, that's just, a, just a, a picture of what Christ calls the body uh, to do. Amen? And I think about the peace. We can rest in the love and the forgiveness of God. We can rest in the love and forgiveness. And I want you to remember this, that there is power in the name of Jesus. Amen? There is power in the name of Jesus. Do you remember what he said when I just shared with you? It's in Romans uh, 10. He says, if you confess with your mouth. See, our words are powerful. Amen. That's right. That's right. If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart, God, raise us from there and we will be saved. So today, let me tell you, what are you speaking? Are you speaking light? Are you speaking doubt, fear? What all those things? I say speak faith, amen? I want you guys to look at your handout before we get ready to wrap it up. I don't want us to read that together, that John 17, 21. Can we do that? Everybody got that? Are we ready? Ready to read. My prayer for all of them is that they will be one just as you are one. My Father, just As you, excuse me, just that. Well, I thought y'all were reading. (laughs) That just as you are in me, and I am in you, so they will be in us, and the world will believe you sent me. I pray this week that you know what—that God will use you so people say, "I believe God sent that person into my life." Right? I didn't even realize this stuff. So put together, look at how many things we got there. One is harmony, unity, peace, and power. There's five things there you got five fingers. That's a fingerprint of God. You can use any one of those to touch somebody's life. Amen? So I pray that that's what we do this week. You know, I know sometimes when we try to do something a little different, like I said, it gets a little disjointed. It gets a little, We don't care. Because, you know what? God wraps things all different ways. But I'm going to tell you what's in the center of the package. Jesus. Amen? Jesus is in the package. Jesus is the gift. So today, while everybody's just as so the time is playing, i want to ask you guys this question. I to close your eyes and open your hearts. Father, I thank you for today and I thank you for each one here. And I pray, Lord, as we spend time here today, that the fingerprints of God are evident in the lives around us. And if you're here today and you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, ever ask the Lord to come into your life and forgive you of your sin. If that's you, I ask you, just look up here. Nobody's going to come where you are. I want to pray for you. I want you to know that today is your day. Today is the day that your free gift is here. It's through Jesus. And the way we receive that is this. Lord, it's a prayer way. It's on your lips. Lord. Come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Today, Lord, you are the Lord of my life. Lord, I thank you today that I'm forgiven, that I have a place in heaven because of what you did. If you're here today and you say, man, buddy, it's been a rough week, a rough rough life, a rough month, whatever it may be. You know what? I want to pray for you right here. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are struggling and are having a tough time on different areas of their life. I pray for each one of us here because, Lord, I know that the day can get a little long, and I know that we can get a little worn. But, Father, I know that your grace is greater than any of our sin. I know that your love is greater than any of our mistakes because, you know what? You said it is finished. So, Father, I thank you. I ask you to just to restore us, strengthen us, and, Lord, go with us when we leave this place, Lord. I pray that we we walk out of the oneness. I pray that we walk in harmony with one another. Lord, I pray that the unity of Christ is seen across all the church body, Lord. And I pray that we rest in the truth and have peace in what you've done for us. But Lord, we stand for what we believe in your word is true. Lord, we stand for that. And Lord, with all the authority that we have in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak the truth. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a hand and clap. Thank God so much.